war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, local time is 12.06, and you are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM. <coughs> 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in everyone tuning in right now on uh, Facebook Live, where we do the noon report, 12 noon report, as some people will say I need to clarify. Uh, but anyhow, and we are live, and then obviously the wildly popular one after dark that's just continuous. I got a nice notice from Facebook. We are the number one uh, live show at night in all of New England. So, folks, it just continues to spread. Thank you. Thank you for everyone that, that sends the stars and the program just continues to build momentum. This portion of the program on this cloudy Wednesday, you just heard the forecast on the radio. And this is a good day. I said to Jacqueline Clare, you know, this is a good day to get things done. It's going to be cloudy all afternoon. And then looks like uh, partly cloudy Tomorrow, very comfortable temperatures, and then the weekend, it's definitely going to warm up. Saturday looks beautiful, but anyhow, uh, it's not Juan the Meteorologist. It is Juan, your host, and this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You know, I want to just um, check out, they have a very good Facebook page, very good Facebook page, um, of which I want to just double check it. Because I'd like to share it so then everyone has a, there they are, PR Materials and Garden Center. And I click on that. And uh, Debbie does a very good job. Good afternoon. Very nice. All right. Wishing everyone a happy Father's Day. They have a beautiful selection, folks. You know what else is I wanted to mention, by the way, at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center, full-scale nursery. You know, they have these wonderful locally made birdhouses. And they're very different. They're, they're in, the, in a face. What I like about this is this is a unique gift. This is handmade. Um, also, the they are fully stocked. Fruit tree or a blueberry bush. Have a great day. Handmade work. No tour alike. And again, they're open seven days a week. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Again, folks, they are just um, so terrific. And they have everything you need. They have great Quality. That's the biggest thing. The biggest thing I also hear from uh, various people is that they appreciate their service. And service right now is something, as you know, it's become, unfortunately, a commodity. Many times you go into big box store, retail, you know, they don't really seem to care that much, unfortunately. But they certainly care at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Um, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. There's Joe. Uh, okay, I like that. I like that. I like that idea. Someone's just saying, you know what, from now on, I'm just going to uh, send you a message. Um, oh, wow. Here we go. This is interesting. We are catching word. Let me see this. Wow. Apparently, well, if there's anyone listening right now that is in the area of Staples, we're hearing that the owner is back at the house and he's mowing the lawn. So that is certainly an interesting development. So if there's anyone over in that area, that would be great. 
Yes, surplus provisions, money account capital. Um, that would be terrific if someone could uh, head over there. So, well, that's interesting. That's the first time I'm going to post this photo on the Facebook page. Thank you very much. I'm not going to say who sent it to me. Excellent work. Okay, so that is, um, that's, that's an interesting development. Well, every time when we've been there on Staples Avenue, so if there's anyone listening right now, that is a public street. You could go by. There's his truck, and he is mowing the lawn right now. So that's an interesting development, and I, I appreciate that. I want to send that to um, someone. Let me. Uh, so, folks, Mark Perkins. Mark at House Cutting Lawn. I can't get over there, obviously. <laughs> Juan is live on the radio and on Facebook. So someone, um, boy, that's an interesting development. Boy, it's, it, it just never ends. It just never ends. And later, we're going to have more on the mattress situation. So well, I'd be curious. So there, at least, we have an idea. There's this truck. Looks to be a gray truck. And there he is out in front of the house cutting the lawn. So very, very interesting development in the Charlotte Lester case, anyone that's in that area, you know, video would actually even be better if we could get video. Um, and I want to, you know, remind people: there's nothing. You're not breaking any laws. You know, if you if you film someone mowing a lawn, a lot of people have misunderstandings about that. Um, a lot of times, for instance, if if someone someone will say, "I didn't give you written consent to use," what? Well, listen, think of the number of times that if you put on the evening news and they show people. Uh, you know, crossing the street. Um, if there's something about smokers, they show people outside of a building smoking. So this, there's no. <laughs> I people just have this <coughs> misconception. Sometimes they hear for, hey, I didn't give you. I used to hear that during the protests, as a matter of fact. Hey, I didn't give you permission to use my. What, what are you talking about? You're in a public street. I'm filming. So what are you talking about? The, you, you're, you're delusional. We're not talking about there's a film, right, like a motion picture, and, you know, they're, they're filming, and then they have to get release forms. It's not like that. Um, if you put on the news and they show people attending a town council meeting or city council meeting, um, you know, the people who can oh, hey, wait a minute, you didn't get my permission. What are you talking about? You went to that. If, if, if many times, by the way, if you see they, they show, here's a live look at the camera and they see, show people on Narragansett Beach. Like, I don't know what to tell you. They, these people just come up with these scenarios. So, oh, good. That, that would be great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's a 911. Absolutely get over there. So that, that's not the breaking news, by the way, just so we're all clear. I did put breaking news on uh, Facebook. So that is different. Well, that's the first time that means he's returned to the home. Doesn't mean he's staying in the home. But the owner, uh, Mark Perkins, is apparently at the house where we were last night when we had Gladys Kravitz on us. Um, and um, <clears throat> and that's the first time I, I, I know. I, I don't know. I don't need even to say thank you very much. I'm not going to give out the, the name who sent that to me. Just spotted Mark's truck. He's back at the house mowing the lawn. 
And I'd like the person was smart enough to take a photo. Now, I'll say this. It's not the best photo, but it's a photo. And you can clearly see him. I don't know. I don't know. Possible. Uh, We don't know whose truck that is, by the way. We don't know whose truck that is. Someone sent me something saying, I thought he had a certain truck. We don't know whose truck that is. So, but it's definitely a truck. Not sure it's his truck. But just a truck. Maybe the police still have his truck. It's possible. Uh, We had heard unconfirmed that Warwick police had impounded his vehicle. That's a tough one to get confirmed, simply because if they got custody of it, um, unless they had it and released it, I mean, we don't know. I think they still, they, I believe they still have Charlotte Lester's truck as well. So, so folks, that is um, a development on this uh, Wednesday, June 22nd, again at 1214. I recognize that doesn't apply to everyone. That's really not what I was uh, mainly going to. Um, oh, okay. It looks like Carl, the other brother's truck. That makes sense. Um, let me just uh, ask uh, about. Okay, there we go. And folks, again, I apologize for everybody. Let me stay on track. I'm going to tell you what we're really going to talk about. If you haven't seen it, we did post the videos on depetro.com for those that don't have Facebook. Otherwise, um, Last night was, again, another very interesting uh, segment where um, one of the neighbors who we kind of dubbed at Gladys Kravitz, the famed character from Bewitched, decided um, that he would then, you know, we've had it, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, somebody should be there on scene right now. I wish I had known in, uh, in filming, as a matter of fact, because you want to see what neighbors come out. To talk to them. the neighbors, it was it was difficult to hear. The neighbors seem more concerned about the neighbor. Well, and I guess that would make sense that he's been there for that long. They've gotten to know him, and then the police were parked out there. But I also just want to remind people that 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 wasn't you know, it's not my um, the the police the work police were the ones that set up camp there for a full month. They got a, a, a search warrant. That was executed, and they they sat on that house for a, a month. So you know the, the the neighbors act like I'm just like randomly going there. I mean that's obviously ridiculous. It's it's not it's not like that. Um, you know we're following, and the same thing as a matter of fact, <clears throat> going way in the in the beginning. You know, it, Channel Ten was there in the very beginning, and Channel Twelve was there in the very beginning, and then they go off to, you know, find these other stories that they want to report on, which is totally fine. That's um, that's obviously their option. I don't tell other news organizations what they should consider news, but we were following the lead. I also want to reiterate, once again, that the Charlotte Lester case is a missing person's case. No one has been charged. The owner of the home, he has not been charged with a crime. No one has been charged with a crime. No one has been named a suspect or person of interest. There are definitely some interesting individuals around the case, but no one has been charged. So any talk of, you know, there's been no arrest warrant. And I get that, by the way. I get some false alarms of people saying, I heard they have this one in custody or that one in custody. 
We, I have no knowledge to that in any way. Warwick police have not announced anything like that. I feel fairly certain that if there was some kind of development, uh, in big development in the case, that in fact that they would that they would make an announcement on that. Um, <clears throat> uh, why they still haven't? That's what I'm referring to. Um, yes. <laughs> that is great. One of the members at depetro.com <laughs> video of the individual mowing the lawn. Too funny. All right. <laughs> Post that. Coming up. <clears throat> Not even what I was going to talk about. Not even. But that is a big development in the case. I shouldn't have to explain that. Um, you know, how much longer? When are they going to release it? I think that's significant. What about her truck? Well, they still have her truck. Yes, they still have it. How much longer? All right. Talking in shorthand here, folks. All right. Let me get back on track. Again, good afternoon, one and all. I recognize not everyone is following the story. It's a, it's an unusual story. We haven't had a missing persons case of this nature. I also want to um, clarify most of the time, you know, the other day in Massachusetts, those that were following the story, there was very tragic. A young boy escaped from the yard from where his babysitter was and disappeared. Now, there was a lake over there. That began a search. Tragically, that ended with the young child, toddler even, two years old, three years old, um, you know, tragically had drowned in, in the lake. Many times, someone said to me, when are they going to call off the search? Well, it's not, it's not exactly, it's not like that. Um, <clears throat> a good example, Nathan Carmen, right? His mother, I don't, his mother has never been found. He was the, the person charged. He took the white, the, the mother out fishing, supposedly, allegedly, and the, you know, the boat sank. And he, she has just never been found. Um, it, this is, it's not like that where sometimes, and again, this will happen this summer. It happens where um, someone falls overboard in a boat and, and there is a search, right? And it's first, it's, it's a search and rescue. Many times it can turn into a search and recover. And even then it can be very difficult. You know, water is difficult. The other day in Massachusetts, just to use that as an example, now that little boy went missing. They ended up finding him in the the marsh area where they had actually looked. It can be very, very difficult um, when they're doing something like that. Water is very difficult. But that is the difference. This is... You know, listen, we don't know what happened, and it still remains a missing person's case. And I, I can't emphasize that enough. Um, so someone, there are searches, but if we want to be realistic, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, it's, it's not as if Saturday when we were searching Belmont Park in the uh, Patuxent River area, uh, it's, it's not as if you expect to find her like sitting reading under a tree, so to speak, or, you know, washed up on the shore tragically. So it's not like that. But it's still, it, it, it's still a missing person case is what I'm trying to say. Okay, and I want to clarify that. And I, as I have said repeatedly, no, not only someone, has the owner of the home been, no one has been charged 
with any element of a crime here. And even as uh, our legal expert attorney Tim Dodd said, there's there's no crime right now. Right now, there's no crime. That could change, but right now, there is no crime. Um, Warwick police are investigating this. Warwick police may change the status of that. But right now, there's there's nothing to um, to charge. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, I want to strongly implore you, the next time you have an emergency, stop in at AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent Care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care individuals and families diagnostic treatment center specializing in ambulatory medicine immunization school sports physicals they do it all cost efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies and not only that it's much faster i don't know how else to explain it to people i received an email from someone they waited eight and a half hours at rhode island hospital last week at the emergency room Folks, Admin Urgent Care, it's all under, most of the time it's under an hour, 90 minutes tops, 90 minutes tops. So the last time I popped there, say hello to them. They are very efficient. They are very professional, obviously all proper medical degrees. But as I was entering, I wasn't there that long. I popped by just to say hello to them on something. And let's just say, I think I got there at 3 o'clock when I was entering there was a mother bringing her son in. And when I was leaving at 3.20, they were already calling their name and they were ready to see. Think of that, 20 minutes. <coughs> Atmen Urgent Care, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical orthopedic trauma, and a big thing they have. Now, there are still some people that have COVID. They offer mononuclear infusions. Excuse me, mononuclear antibody infusions mononuclear antibody infusions for those that have COVID, you're a candidate at at Med Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's Coffee. Folks, um, good afternoon. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, we have a lot of unique stories on the website, topetro.com. We have more coming up later. Uh, the staff at topetro.com has been doing a, a fantastic job. This portion of the program, and they're one of our sponsors, is the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, they're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop in. The food there is great, and they have a great staff. So, folks, I want to, um, again, unless there's any other... <clears throat> developments. Uh, we'll we'll monitor that particular situation. But right now at um, twelve twenty four twelve twenty four. Now, now this is interesting. I'm just seeing this. Cumberland police investigate the death of two adults, two individuals on Wednesday, twenty eight Birchwood Drive. Two inches of wow. Two individuals suffering from gunshot wounds. Hmm. All right, Juan missed this one, but we were totally tied up this morning. So, all right, I will look into that case. I will look into that case. Two adults pronounced dead at the scene. Two individuals were known to each other. All of the residents of the home were not harmed. Channel 10 has it. 
Police consider this an isolated incident. The community's in no danger. Yee. NBC 10 crews observed officers entering a home on the street. They removed two dogs from the property. All right, so that's a developing story. Um, out of the northern part of the state. But I want to touch on this business of Governor McKee signing the packages, the gun restrictions in the law. I want everyone to look at that photo. I want everyone to look at that photo, and I want you to remember that photo, because this is pure politics. This is everything wrong with government. And if you're upset about this, and you should, and by the way, one of the things he signed, look at them all laughing and smiling, and he's sitting at the desk, and he's got, you know, uh, you know, they even arranged everyone, so they have women of color, they have, uh, you know, there's Gorbea there, there's uh, his lieutenant governor, uh, there's someone with, it looks like a patriot design uh, carved into the side of her head, again, uh, looks like just like a haircut thing, I don't know what that's all about, and then they're all wearing the t-shirts and the whole thing, just remember that, okay, because this guy can't be governor, he's proven that, he cannot be, he's already, I've seen enough, as they like to say, I have seen enough, I don't need to see any anything more from this administration. This guy was brought in to fill out the term of Governor Raimondo, and he is doing his best. There's no principle. Wow, Channel 12 just has it. Two dead in Cumberland shooting. Wow. Well, we've had a very busy morning. Oh, 6.45 this morning, two adults, police responded. What, what the hell? <laughs> Happen with that. I don't know how, folks. I've been Juan has been preoccupied with something else. But what's going to happen? Um, this business that they want to give driver's licenses to illegals. Um, I I'll tell you someone who I admire and respect, and that is the mayor of Johnston, Joe Policina. The fact that Governor McKee is signaling. You know, Rhode Island lawmakers to vote on this. This is a voting issue. And this this is complete abuse of power. Rhode Island lawmakers, the verge of allowing people in the country illegally to obtain a permit to drive. So, and I want to praise Burville Republican David Place, North Providence Democrat Arthur Corvese, voted against it. This was in the House Judiciary. Sets up the bill for a vote by the full House today. Senate passed a similar version of the legislation. Folks, as we discussed last hour, and Governor McKee, I can't wait to sign it. Massachusetts, Governor Baker, you know, some people go after Governor Charlie Baker of Massachusetts. He vetoed that legislation. And then they did, they overrode his veto. Now, Massachusetts is going to put it on the ballot, and they're going to rescind the driver's licenses. I want you to, if you take away anything I tell you right now, at 1229, on this Wednesday, anything, what do you think is going to happen in the ocean state when in Massachusetts then they take the licenses Away from them. What do you think is going to happen? I can tell you what's going to happen. They're all just going to come and set up shop here. And I support Mayor Policina, who at least has had the courage 
he is standing up. He was tight with Governor McKee. But this is a deal breaker for the mayor of Johnston. And let's just be really clear about this. See, this is where, hear me out. It's wrong. Governor McKee is strictly doing this to try to get the Latino vote. It is disgraceful. There is no reason for it. Let me just be really clear. They're not Rhode Islanders. They're here illegally. If it was Governor Juan, it would be identify, deport. Identify and deport. Dan McKee's legacy is destroying the state and blowing through all this money. But especially driver's licenses for illegals. This should not be, and I don't believe it is, a Republican issue. What McKee is doing is his entire administration is providence-oriented. He is, he is soulless. He has no principles, this guy. No wonder he and Dan York are best friends. Of course they are. Good. I, the, he, listen, and I fully get I still don't think he beats Gorbet in the primary, by the way. But the only reason he's doing that is to get the Latino vote in Providence, period. And there's nothing else. I've questioned them on it. Let me be very clear about the illegal community. They're not, they don't belong here. They're lawbreakers. They're breaking the law. <coughs> they don't belong. They don't pay taxes. The, the, the stories that they weave about them are lies. We're paying for them. Do you know the percentage of kids in the, the schools in Central Falls that are illegals? It's, I, I believe it's higher than 70%. In the city of Providence, 35 to 40% of the population are illegals. Um. And and they're all in the school system. And the school system is wildly expensive. And no one also wants to identify. That's one of the reasons, by the way, why the the test scores in Providence and why their performance is so terrible. I mean, it's because it's not really geared around English-speaking students. Rhode Island lawmakers to vote. Driving permits. Folks, this is done to encourage them to stay. And here's the part that no one wants to talk about. And and many of you are blind to this. They're voting. They are voting. You know why? Because there's nothing to stop them. I've illustrated it. Go to petro.com. Go to the website. You can get a mail ballot application. Tiny, tiny letters. They just kind of say, oh, and by the way, if you check this off and you're registered in another state, um, it's a felony. But you have to, like, hunt for it. That language also is not in Spanish, by the way. This is wrong. I am against it. Ashley Kalis should stop her. She should pivot her entire campaign and make this a major proponent of it. This issue, you know, well, you know, Governor McKee is strictly doing this to get votes in Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls, period, full stop, as Cicilline would say. But outside of those three areas, this is like an 80-20. Meaning, if you put this on the ballot in Cranston, or Warwick, or Lincoln, or Cumberland, or Smithfield, if you put on the ballot 
do you favor giving driver's licenses to illegals? It fails 80-20. This is a Providence-based issue. His entire campaign, he is running a woke. Governor McKee is the most progressive governor we've ever had, and to our detriment. There's no rules with these, this guy. It's not leadership, by the way. I've never seen a governor pander as much as this individual. You know, say what you want. Ramundo had a plan. Ramundo had principles. Ramundo could be a pit bull if she wasn't getting her way. Hey, she called out those Warwick, those Warwick teachers, threw in the towel on those kids. Remember that? Those Pawtucket teachers threw in the towel on those kids. McKee, every problem, he just tries to throw money on it or just, okay, Oh, is this going to make me look good? I'll sign it. Now, listen, I also, this business, you think, do you really think the registry is geared for this? What are the limitations of the driver privilege permit? There are no limitations. This is Rhode Island. Give me a break. This will be so they can vote. They're going to feel comfortable. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to attract more. You're going to attract more because Massachusetts is going to get rid of it. And that guy in Providence that ran over that woman on Union Street, he pulled an illegal U-turn. I have news for Governor McKee and Sabina Matos and the rest of them, his whole ilk. If they can't speak English, very good chance they can't read English. An illegal, pulled an illegal U-turn. Isn't that fitting? And ran over a woman. And what did he do after he ran her over? He kept going. He got the hell out of there. And then he surrendered either later that day or the next day. And when he went into court, what did he need? A translator. Keep in mind, the media doesn't tell you that. Channel 12 refused to say he needed a translator. We don't want to offend anyone. No, that, since when is reporting facts? Since when is that offending someone? Right? If Governor McKee is 45 minutes late for an event or for some <clears throat> something significant, should the media say, we don't want to offend the driver? We're not going to report that he was 45 minutes late. No, it shows, you know, like Bill Clinton was notoriously late and the Washington Press would report on that. It kind of showed the way he operated. He was a White House where, you know, they'd be up till midnight discussing policy and all this other stuff. He was notoriously late. It was part of the whole act. The lynches are like that. The lynches are like that. They think that you're an important person if you walk in late. You make everyone arrive and then you walk into the room. Clinton had that. There's certain people that have that. It gives you insight to how they think and operate. But these people, we're ecstatic. The time has come, said Hector Perez Aponte, Immigration Coalition of Rhode Island. They're not going to get insurance. They're not going to make get insurance. What? No, this is just going to attract more of them. Hey, not even Chafee, Ascuja, not even he would do it. And one thing, you know, I I was, boy, I was dead wrong about Mattiello. God, now I'd go out and campaign for him. He he was. He wouldn't allow this. Mattiello, I'm going to contact him. I owe him an apology. I wish he was still the speaker. He wouldn't allow this. McKee, allowing more people to drive legally would increase the number of people per auto insurance. No, it's not. 
I'm not going to purchase that. You're just going to create more of a problem on the road. You know what the real bottom line is? This has nothing to do with that. This is about votes. He wants votes. And this is a way. I like this. The Rhode Island College social workers say it could help the 30,000 undocumented people in Rhode Island. That's a lie. And no one even challenges it. 30,000 undocumented? There's 60,000 in Providence according to the census. This is just pathetic. They are driving. DMV spokesman Paul Grimaldi driving permits for illegals who can't prove. Um, Listen, they're they're all they're voting already. I don't care what anyone says. I know the real deal. There is the person that I am. um, Oh, I just want to um, check something. I'm sorry, folks. Let me just uh, check. One is getting, yes, one is getting a message. I want to just, uh, oh, okay. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, Providence Police seeking to ID someone. I'm getting this bulletin from the Providence Police. June 20th, 9 o'clock, a 16-year-old female reported she was walking the area Chalkstone Gray. She observed a male subject following her. The victim reported the male forcefully grabbed her by the neck, pulled her into her backyard, attempted to sexually assault her. Subject is described as a, hold on to your hat, light-skinned Hispanic male, early 20s, 5'4", 165 pounds. Anyone with information, contact the police. Gee, who would be, first of all, Guatemalans are always short, I'll tell you that much. Light-skinned Hispanic male. You know what's interesting about this is the Providence College would never report this. Providence police didn't get pushback. How dare you describe these, the rape suspect as a Hispanic male? Folks, this is part of the problem. See, this type of activity is allowed in third world countries, right? When they arrest a lot of these illegal in Providence for having sex with 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 13-year-olds. You know what they say? Oh, did I? Is that wrong? In my country, in my country, we can do that. Um, I, I'm Again, I'm not breaking news here, but see, th- this line, how is this allowed in Rittenhouse testimony? How is that blanking allowed? Like, that irritates me. Where were the Republicans with this? That is a false statement in the census document. It says 60,000 illegals are living in Providence. 30,000 in Rhode Island? That, that, that is a complete lie. Where is the pushback? I am so frustrated with the blanking Republican Party. I mean, at what point do you actually get off the sidelines and do something? Complete lie. Yeah, we wish there were 30,000. Yeah, maybe 20 years ago. Now it's more, I think you left a digit out, like a one, 130,000. <clears> Governor McKee has already proven he does not care about your safety or my safety on the roads, period. He's already proven that. He continues to prove that. If he cared about that, he would have reached out when Olivia Passaretti was killed on the roads on January 1st. He would have made a stronger statement against drunk driving when 18-year-old Matt Dennison, 17 at the time, was killed 
the high school senior from West Warwick. Governor McKee has never acknowledged either death. He does not care about our safety on the roads. The only thing that that guy cares about is getting elected and winning that Democrat primary. That is it. Folks, and all, I mean, I could pull it up. It's all on DePetro.com. And I get it. I'm the only one putting it out there. So be it. This portion of the program is, see, but that type of thing annoys me. That type of thing annoys me. It should have been challenged. The Providence Journal is printing that. That was put into House testimony. You know, I, I'll try to get to the bottom of it. But the, the Republican Party in the state has to decide if they want to continue to be the Washington generals compared to the Harlem Globetrotters. The Republican Party has to decide, like, when does it end? When does the, you know, the half-ass effort end? When do they actually start to take action? Because I don't see it. I don't see it. That should have been stricken from the record. I am so tired of trying to run cover for this crowd. They have a stupid press conference and start talking about Buddy Cianci with voting in 1980. Could you be any more have your head up your behind? It's just, it's it's like being a Jet fan. They're impossible to root for. <clears throat> How the hell did that go into written testimony? Sleep at the blank and switch. I, I just, I can't. <clears throat> I refuse. Everyone's got a breaking point. You know, I will start to support the Republican Party when they start showing some blanking effort. And stop quitting before halftime. That is a joke. Get your blank and act together. That is an absolute outright lie put into House testimony. How come I have this information and they don't? It's right there. God, they're so tone deaf. Give me a blank and break. I'm really, this is where Juan's discipline comes in. Because I am really dying to drop an F-bomb right here. Wow. Wake up. God almighty. What is wrong with you people? Just being steamrolled over. Listen, congratulations to Ashley Kalis. Her and her husband made some money and she wears a blue suit. Let me know when the campaign starts. And get rid of the stupid boxing ring commercial. Yeah, I know Eileen Violet likes it. Well, you know, take that for what it's worth. You're a female blonde in a boxing ring with shorts on. Of course she likes the commercial. God almighty. It looks like an ad for the heavy hitter. The place is going to hell in a handbasket. Folks, I want to remind you, remind you of J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience specialized in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios. J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. For, I need Ladybug. I need LB to calm me down. 401, Walter Miller passed away. I need, there are various people that have the power to calm Juan down. 
401-732-1730. Hey, get your driveway paved. That's a good investment in your home. Find them on Facebook. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving, licensed, contracting company, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. If someone could share that on Facebook. And again, free quote if you give them a call. And remember, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving, 732-1730. You know what? I want to find it right now. Just because these people get me, there's no effort. There's no effort. I, I can't, th- th- this is like, this is what it must be like to be a Jet fan. It's impossible. I couldn't do it. Forget it. I would not. We're spoiled. They, they don't even try. They don't even have to try hard. I, it, it's not like the info's not out there. What a joke. How is that allowed to go in? Who's on the Blanken House Judiciary Committee? I'll have to pull that up. Why don't they correct the record? Then that should be brought up when they go to the the floor vote. 30,000 illegals. Yeah, in your blanking dreams. Keep going, Harry. Way more than that. Let me find it. Oh, my God, these people. How do you allow that? Why do you let them lie? I'm talking to you, House Republicans. Hey, Blake, glad you're laying down kissing a goat or a cow. Anytime you're ready to get in the blanking game, it's bad enough. Are we really going to trust the people that lied to the census? Are we actually going to trust them with running a fair election? Like, are you kidding me? Hold on. I know I have it. Ugh. God, this is impossible. They are just. And now, now, you know what happened? See, it it needed to be killed in committee. There it is. When the May 21st, thepetro.com census bombshell, 60,000 illegals in Providence. There it is. And I used their own document. I'll resend this. Hard to come focus, City of Providence. <clears throat> this is from, this was all put out to the rest of the media. Here's a spoiler alert. No one else went with it. Bombshell, 60,000 illegals living in Providence. Hidden in all the controversies surrounding the census fraud committed by the Rhode Island elected officials, this nugget. 54,000 Providence residents are foreign born. The population of the city is 178,000. So that's 30% or one third of the city are living in the country illegally. Now, the survey um, estimates there were close to 54,000 in 2016. So I had spoke with an illegal, they're like, I, I mean, excuse me, an immigration expert that said, yeah, I think 60,000 is conservative. You could fill Gillette Stadium with that. So here it is, hard to count. Focus the city of Providence. So this is in the census raw data. The city of Providence, one of the hardest to count communities. It includes 31 census tract, hard to count, blah, blah, blah. Um, The residents of Providence include many traditional hard to count population groups, highly mobile, college students, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then it comes impact of the citizenship question on response rates. On the evening of March 26th, 
2018, Secretary of Commerce Wilbur Ross announced he had directed the Census Bureau to add to the 2020 census form about your citizenship question. So then, listen to this. The city of Providence includes a high number of, quote, immigrant households and residents. According to the 2016 American Community Survey, 30% of the population of Providence is foreign-born. That includes 53,565 foreign-born residents in a city of 179,000. It's right there. Independent analysis. What they were trying to say was if you include the census question, it's going to prevent and act as a deterrent to people filling out the census. It's right there. So the fact, I, 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 folks, I can't do, Juan can't do it all. Um, I, at, at some point, you just have to wonder. And, and listen, I could easily blame the, um, of course, listen, you know the Democrats, the progressives, of course they're going to try to push it through. But here's my message at 1250 to the Republicans in the House and Republicans in general. You, someone dropped the ball if you let, and I'm looking at the Kathy Gregg Providence Journal story. If you allowed that to go into testimony, then, then you were asleep at the switch. In a written house testimony, Rhode Island College social workers who support driver's license said it could help 30,000 undocumented people in Rhode Island. They are purposely lowballing that. So let me be very clear. You, you, you can't just be a potted plant. I mean, is anybody prepared up there? What is wrong with these people? What a joke. At least challenge them on that. Right? Like that doesn't take, oh, Patrick Anderson. Patrick Anderson. By the way, I am not faulting him. I'm faulting, and I'll pull it up, who sits in House Judiciary for the Republicans because they clearly did not, were not on the ball. So, and I, I apologize, folks. One doesn't mean to get upset like this, but like, wait, how does that happen? <clears throat> you know, any, anyone that's ever played baseball, you know, it's, you know, there are certain things that are frustrating for a coach, like a ball that goes through someone's legs. You know, one of the first things you do when you coach softball or baseball and they teach you, make the glove touch the ground. You teach a little tiny boy or girl, ball, ground ball, put your glove on the ground. It's not going to go by you if your glove is literally touching the ground. And yet how many times, if you're watching, and most of the time you don't really see it in, in professional baseball sometimes, but if you're watching a Little League game or softball game, if there's a ground ball and and the player doesn't put the ball, the glove to the ground and the ball goes right in between their legs, that's the type of stuff that gets a coach, you know, just nuts because it's preventable. I'm not saying if, if they want to give driver's license to illegals, let's at least deal in facts. Let's at least deal with like, let it all be out there. Let all the information be out there. 
And then if they want to go ahead with it, then but like like at the very least, the obligation of the Republicans up at the Rhode Island State House. Because and you do have the two Democrats, Arthur Corvese voted against it, and then um well, Republican David Place. You know, then it falls on him. I'd like to contact him. That that is, you know, what I consider an unforced error. You can't have that type of stuff. Um I, I I would again. I'm not. Uh, I I have no idea what his schedule is. I don't expect people to just drop what they're doing right now. Here are the people in the um, Rhode Island House Judiciary Committee. Craven is the chair, who I know, and I'll reach out to him. He went to St. Paul's School. Carol McEntee, first vice chair. She's not going to do anything. Jason Knight. That guy voted against the bill to stop teachers from preying on children. He voted against that. Edith Agello, same way. Um, David Bennett, he's another one. Uh, Caldwell, useless. Casmiro, I don't know. Corvisi, Lombardi doesn't care. Place. Representative Sherry Roberts, her I know. Her I'll reach out to. That's, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there it is. There's the list. How did they let that get past them? Um, unless it was a no vote. It shouldn't have reached that. <clears throat> if, we, if they're going to make decisions, I want to be fair about this. At least, you know, the way to properly make a decision is you have to have accurate information. If you're not going to introduce or fight back against misinformation being put under the record or challenge it, then, then it's a problem. Well, here it says the House voted nine to two. So David Place and Corvese voted against it. So my question, if there were 11 people voting, where were the rest of these people? Where the hell was Sherry Roberts? Let me just double check the, um, the count here, folks. And I recognize we're doing this on the fly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15. So it sounds like Sherry Roberts didn't show up for the vote. I mean, that's... Here's a, here's a news bulletin. If you don't show up to vote, you're not going to win the vote. I don't know how you don't show up to vote. I, I don't understand. That's like that Dennis Algier. Didn't even show up. That magazine bill could have been uh, defeated in committee. They took it out of committee because it was deadlocked in the Senate. Retiring state senator Dennis Algier, who is, to me, the guy is just creep of the week. He is the definition of of a zero. Look in the dictionary under zero and you're going to find Dennis Algier. He could have defeated that in committee. Seven to six. He didn't vote. He decided to not vote. So then it was deadlocked, and they were able to pull the maneuver and vote on the House version of it. The guy is a, is a zero's zero. Definition of a, of a loser. Dennis Algier. Good blank and riddance. My God. Hey, at least have the guts to run as a progressive if you're a progressive. Stop hiding as a Republican. That guy. Creep of the week. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Remember, in Rhode Island, call them, 
885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Tim Johnson and family, folks, the work they do is just terrific. I also want to remind you, with Propane Plus, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Contact Propane Plus today. Three generations, they're available 24-7, online billing, schedule your service delivery at the click of a button. It's Propane Plus. I I think the world of Tim Johnson, they also have a very user-friendly website, which is propaneplus.com, residential or commercial. You just put in your zip code, get a free quote, Propane Plus. Folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program, again, visit the website. I'll recirculate um, that particular story we did, DePietro.com. I, I just find that. I don't know where that Sherry Roberts was, uh, but I find it, it, it's just, it's lazy. If you allow them to put false information on the house record, as as the people that want driver's licenses saying, we want to introduce into the record that this bill is going to help the 30,000 illegals. If, if you're sitting there with your thumb up your behind and you don't say, whoa, 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 whoa. We have right here this document that there's minimum 55,000 just in Providence. That doesn't include other pockets, right? There are illegals in Pawtucket, Central Falls, a lot in Central Falls, by the way, at least 10,000 in Central Falls, maybe more. Um, Woonsocket has some illegals, definitely Pawtucket. You know, there's a kind of like a circle. Those are the three main communities. Um, some have even creeped over the line into Cranston, without question. There's a lot in Washington Park now, but if you're not, but it's brought to you by Senadale Revival. Stop it and see Shane and Company, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Here's what we're gonna do right now. It is 12:59. Now, next hour is radio only. I'm going to revisit the Charlotte Lester case, the latest on that. We will be doing uh, Facebook Live later, everybody on the Facebook page. And also, folks, some other news of the day. The big local news, though, is this business that they're going to give driver's license to illegals. But they're doing it on a false premise on numbers, and it's wrong. All right, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or you can listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Just click listen live. We're going to be back for the power hour on the other side of the one o'clock news. Another hour to go.